Welcome back to the Eclectic Collection. Today we have episode 54, Unusual Diseases. This is just interesting stuff to me, and I hope you find it as interesting. So um, these are just different things that I didn't even know were possible in some cases, and some I had heard of, but I really thought they were more like folklore, but turns out that they're true, and they're actual... uh, medical uh, situations that can happen. So the first one I find kind of amusing is auto brewery syndrome. So this is a, a situation where people can get drunk on normal food because they grow a certain type of fungus in their small intestine. So they actually seem as if they've been drinking alcohol, consuming alcohol too much, but it's really just from food. And autobrewery syndrome is also known as gut fermentation syndrome. That just sounds so much worse. And it is a very strange medical condition where a person um, just experiences intoxication. But it's funny because it, it is from alcohol, but not alcohol to straight consumption. It's just the abnormal um, production of different fermented fungi in their in their guts, in the small intestines. And it's an overgrowth that can be caused uh, by specific types of fungus. So uh, it produces alcohol out of regular food, um, especially anything that's a drink, just plain old drink containing any kind of carbohydrate, yeast, or bacteria. And they like live in that part of the body and it thrives to make them appear drunk. So it's kind of weird because they could actually like take a breathalyzer and come up loaded, but the truth is they're not actually um, drunk from conventional means of drinking alcohol. Uh, so that's pretty cool in my opinion. I'm maybe not cool to the people that have it, but I, I just didn't know that existed. Uh, second one is walking corpse syndrome. So this is where somebody thinks that they're dead or is missing a soul. Um, and sometimes they think that they're immortal. So wow to that. Um, walking corpse syndrome can also be called, uh, Cotard's syndrome. It's a neuropsychiatric disorder that's related to depression And the syndrome makes people believe that they're either dead or they're missing their soul or they could be missing body parts, blood, organs, or specific um, like pieces of their innards. It is usually a symptom of another psychiatric condition rather than a disease on its own. And it can be, uh, it has a lot of symptoms and they include becoming speechless, having delusions of immortality, attempting self-harm. They might stop speaking altogether because they think that no one listens to them or can hear them because they're dead. Uh, They think that about dying or death uh, or that they no longer exist. They have some insensitivity to pain, which is really unique and interesting because they physically have the insensitivity to pain, even though you could potentially say like, you know, like uh, poke them with a pin or something, but they would still technically their nerves are alive to feel it, but they're not actually feeling it. Um, They sometimes refuse to eat as a part of their delusion, thinking that they're dead. Um, They could get very sad, um, just severe melancholy and depression. And sometimes they hear voices saying that they're dead or dying. The third interesting find that I came upon is foreign accent syndrome. I find this particularly interesting since obviously I've spent years in playing around with languages. So basically people start speaking in a foreign accent and it stems from damage to the part of the brain that's associated with speech. Now, Having studied linguistics, there's a Broca's area and a Wernicke's area in your brain that deals with speech and speech patterns. And this will happen when a person, they might suddenly wake up and just start speaking in a different accent. Um, It's commonly caused by trauma to the brain, a tumor, uh, strokes, 
and other neurological conditions can can cause it. I jokingly reference when Buzz Lightyear gets woken up in Spanish mode, but it's almost that quick. Like all of a sudden, they would have the capacity to do the grammar and speech and other vocabulary in the other uh, language, but it's not something that they necessarily know or would speak. So it's it's quite a unique uh, unique disease. The fourth one is congenital insensitivity to pain. So this is where patients cannot feel pain and it can be extremely dangerous because they really believe that, you know, they're not actually feeling harm to themselves, but obviously they could be damaging tissues and cells and nerves um, irreparably. And it generally is present from birth and it inhibits the ability to perceive physical pain. It's a mutation in certain genes, particularly in the autosomal recessive pattern. Uh, which is basically the two inherited gene mutations, one from each parent. It's very rare, and it's extremely strange to get. But um, again, if I'm referencing something that made kind of a um, an example of it in a in a positive way, um, M Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable, where the Samuel L. Jackson character was like Mr. Glass, and he was constantly he had the disease where his bones break constantly. Uh, the Bruce Willis character was sort of that guardian, that savior, and he was. Um, unable to really feel pain or be overwhelmed. The only thing he had like an Achilles heel was his uh, was water, which that just is a fictional part of the story. But there are people that are born with no uh, receptivity or sensitivity to pain, which again, could be dangerous. If you got cut or something, you're bleeding and you don't know it just because you don't feel it, which is kind of cool. I mean, if I had a superpower, that would be great, but you're not uh, able to necessarily respond if you don't know that you're in pain because you don't feel it. So it can, can be dangerous. Uh, fifth one is called stone man syndrome. It's a connective tissue that turns into bone. Um, I've actually known a man who had this. Um, it's called FOP, and I hope I don't mess this up too much. It's uh, fibrodysplasia ossificans progressiva, and it's based on the Latin, and it's also known as stone man syndrome. It's very rare, and uh, the, the inside, the connective tissue of the body turns into bones. It's one in two million people get it and it's caused by a genetic mutation um it condition usually starts from shoulders and neck and it kind of makes its way down to the legs a second bone will actually grow over the first one in a process uh known as ho which stands for heterotopic ossification so when when people get um arthritis and it calcifies and they say calcification there's like hardened um it's not quite bone but it's like hardened area and very often those pieces will rub together and cause problems and its discomfort can be great because it's extremely unexpected and progressive. So just like regular arthritis is very uncomfortable, this is worse because it actually turns a second set into bone. And there's really nothing that they can do to reverse it. There's very little known about it. Uh, a friend of mine's father unfortunately had it, and more than half his body had started to convert when he passed away from it. Um, it's just depending on where it actually uh, thickens fast or uh, more of, you know, where, what it can affect like near organs. And, and, uh, it, unfortunately it, it uh, took his life. The sixth one is Alice in Wonderland syndrome. So people can get very large body parts, for example, uh, limbs, uh, hands, feet, or even their head, and they can hallucinate and feel time pass slowly. They kind of gave it this uh, name based on the you know the eat drink part of Allison's uh, Alice in Wonderland's um, journey you know to 
go into the rabbit hole and then, of course, you know, regrow to normal size. This is a neurological syndrome, and it's also known as Todd's syndrome. It usually presents with serious migraines, and they can distort a person's body image, including their own size and their perception of the size of their head, hands, and feet. Patients can also experience hallucinations and just the idea that time is not necessarily linear or that it's quick or too slow. And uh, it's, you know, we always joke about how Alice in Wonderland, like, the Cheshire Cat and the Mad Hatter and all these um, seemingly hallucinogenic characters and where do they come from? You know, what were they doing when they wrote it? Um, that's kind of the same idea. It's that, it's, it's that not making sense in a nonsensical way to perceive your reality from there. And it's, um, it can be very scary. The seventh disease is Hutchinson's Guilford Progeria Syndrome. So this is where a person ages very quickly. Um, it is an extremely rare condition, and a person just goes through rapid change. Their appearance just begins um, in childhood like a normal person, but then they age rapidly. And it's very rare. It occurs in one in four million people. And there's more than 131 cases that have been reported in scientific literature globally since 1886. However, it is very rare. And I always think of the movie Jack with Robin Williams where I think he's supposed to be in like second or third grade, but as you know, he starts aging and they can't figure out what happened. And although I believe he was affected by Werner syndrome, which was slightly different, um, same kind of an idea. And he, uh, he ages out and eventually of course he passes away, um, just cause his body can't keep up. The, um, sixth one, um, uh, sixth one, sorry, the eighth one can't count is pica. Uh, my dog has pica. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Crazy Murphy, who you may have seen, uh, you know, and, and heard me talk about, is uh, definitely, definitely has pica. So pica is a, is a disease where people will eat all sorts of non-food items. They might eat erasers. They might eat pencils. They might eat crayons. They might eat little cars. They might eat toys. They might eat paper. Um, and people with pica, are, they're compulsive about eating the items that don't have any kind of nutritional value. They're not tasty. They just like doing it. And unfortunately, it could cause major harm intestinally. So uh, sometimes it's something harmless like ice, and they just chew on it constantly. Or it could be toxic like chalk or uh, pieces of metal, dried paint. Uh, there's stories of people eating their mattress or chairs. Um, it occurs most often in children and um, pregnant women and people with intellectual disabilities. We don't really know, but it is said that the unusual cravings can be a sign that the body is trying to replenish low nutrient levels. Um, who knows? You know, it's it's a very rare thing, and it again, the, what they eat can hurt them because it's not meant to go in your digestive system. I joke about my dog, but I'm serious. Uh, puppies chew, you know, and after he was a puppy and sort of, you know, they chew socks, they chew shoes, and of course you get them chew toys and things, but he's like three years old now and he's still chewing random things that he shouldn't be chewing. And sometimes he'll even eat them. I'm like, no, no. So we try and keep stuff away from him and give him a chew toy, but it, it can, uh, you know, obviously extend to pets just because they're in a biting, chewy phase. But for people, they actually actively go out to eat the thing, whatever it may be. Uh, like I said, pencils or staples or anything like that. So um, definitely don't do that. Uh, the ninth condition that we are talking about is human werewolf syndrome. So people basically grow a ton of hair in odd spots that they wouldn't expect to have it. Um, 
hypertrichosis is the official name. It's, you know, werewolf syndrome. And it's characterized by excessive hair growth pretty much anywhere on the body, but it can't even grow across the face. It is very thick, and the person would kind of resemble a werewolf. Um, it's very thick hair, and it can be all over. And a lot of illnesses uh, that have been eradicated due to vaccines and this condition call this condition's cause is is unknown we don't know where it comes from but there's no existing cure or treatment to manage it uh, by any way of any symptom like it just kind of happens and sometimes a baby is born with it where they already have hair sometimes across the face is the most notable um, it might start like thickening hair in a younger person in a different place and then it just gets thicker and thicker and it's um, more like a coat than it is like regular hair so um, it's it's very uh, difficult to I mean you could shave it of course but it, it can grow back so it's it's difficult to manage um, and the last one of our uh, list of 10 here, I just thought 10 was a, a nice number, Alcaptanuria. Hope I said that right. That is a unique buildup of chemicals called homogenistic acid in the body that causes tissue to turn dark. So it's also known as black urine disease. That just sounds horrible. And it's an inherited disorder. And it just results in a lot of buildup of this chemical acid in the body. And it's, it stains the tissues. Uh, in, in addition, the condition can prevent the body from entirely breaking down amino acids. So certain amino acids, I believe it's phenylene and uh, tyrosine, that are generally responsible for body pigmentation. So it kind of blocks them. And sadly, there's no treatment or cure for the condition yet. But um, that was a very unique one that I hadn't heard of. So there's some... 10 uh, unusual diseases that you may or may not have heard of. And I just thought I would educate you today a little bit about them. And uh, I hope that they can find some cures for the ones that they don't have. And um, hopefully everybody can learn a little bit more than they knew prior to. If you like what you heard today, then check us out at eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or listen to us on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Thanks for listening. <laughs>